and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 292. We're so close to 300, I can smell it. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crush. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, you introduced yourself incorrectly. You said MC Fixer. We all know you went through a name change. Fuck. <laughs> we I know you now. You. Do you know? Now oh. known. Roller titles again. Go on. Go on. Now, do you know what the annoying thing about this is? The, yeah. the episode's not out on YouTube yet, so the majority of people don't have mm. a clue what we're talking about. That's true. It's only the okay. real hardcore of hardcore MC okay. Fixer fans, supporters, whatever you want to call them, even have a clue what you're talking about. So give some context mm. to the people if you're going to diss me at least. So Fix was on GTV. I was. They're doing a, a new series. Mm-hmm. Called? I forget what the series is called. Great. He can't even, he can't even do it. He can't even... Versus. versus. Yes. There we go. Versus. It's called... Yeah, yeah. I knew that. I was just testing you, Fix, if you mm -hmm. remembered. Mm -hmm. uh, and during it, Fix at one point is called Little Fixer. By who? Frankie. The host. Frankie, yes. Frankie, Frankie the, the host. host. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Taking the mick at you relentlessly. But it was yes. a good show. It's an entertaining and, show. And of course, our other guest, as the guest, our other co-host, Matt P. Video, how are you? Uh, uh, hello, how you doing? I didn't even realize you didn't enter me. Yeah, either, no, I did get to you. That's my fault. That's track. my fault. It's all good. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. I was part of, I did a, a shoot for Ubisoft and uh, GTV, um, which will be out on YouTube, I've been told, hopefully on Tuesday, over on the GTV UK GTV site. So we'll keep an eye on that and I'll post about it. But yes, Frankie, uh, the host of the show, decided at one point to call me Little Fixer. And the edit, I've got to say, the edit, I, just to, I wanna I don't I think I've been very transparent with my entire career so far, I think. And I think that's why people like me, right? Of or at least that they see a little bit of themselves in me. It's like, oh do you know, there's a little bit there. This is the first week ever. I said to Haley, we went for a walk. I went, this is the first week ever I felt like I've quote unquote made it. This was the week. Like I did, a, I did a TV show type thing or with really professional cameras. I liked, I didn't love the way I looked, but I liked the way I looked. I thought I dressed quite well. I hid all my fat bits pretty well to the best of that I could. My teeth didn't look terrible in the way I think they look terrible. And I was just, it was just overall for me. I was just like, what a great week. And then obviously other stuff happens, but that's enough talk about me. How you been? How you guys been? You been good? Yeah, you know. Oh, nothing, nothing I could complain about. But why'd you jump over some of the other bits, Fix? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, it's other there, stuff. Some, some pretty big news in there. Yeah, I got, I got partnered on Twitch finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you we did. did it. We did it. Um, which is obviously an amazing feeling. Um, the, the, the thing about Twitch to me, what was super weird, was just the amount of people that had come to me and be like you did it like yes you did it like, and i was just like oh I, di I didn't know people cared like that you know like because of time zones and and things like that you don't get just i always say to chris like if i if i stream at night time i get my american audience i stream during the day i've got my uk audience but you never get them together so you never yeah. really get that that feeling of like the amount of people that want to support you right and then something big happens and then they all come together and it's like, ah, it's like popping bottles. I saw a gif of the, you, Matt, you'll know what I'm talking about, Chris, you won. When England scored in the World Cup, that, have you seen that gif? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They, Greedy has posted that one and I was just like, 
that's how it felt inside, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a very it's been a very good week for me. I've had a great week, a great well week. deserved, mate. Well deserved. I it's been a great complain. week as well because we've been hanging out more, doing, we did. doing little streams and bits and bobs, and and it's been great yeah. fun playing games with you guys, which I'm sure we'll talk about more a little bit later. We but, will. Uh, but yes, we will. A good week the- for everybody. It has, it has. Uh, if you don't know what my Xbox and me is, it's our weekly Xbox podcast here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and me and across all podcast services. Make sure if you want to get the show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. And of course, make sure you hit the review, review us on iTunes. I haven't said that in a while. Review us on iTunes, review us on Spotify if they have them. Everywhere, everywhere that you can review us, five stars and all that, please do it. It helps more than you would imagine, which is... It's such a weird concept to think that a review matters to get you higher on a podcast chart, but it does, and that's how it works. We've had a, a huge influx of people come in uh, over the last few weeks, which has been amazing. The feedback has been phenomenal. The people love yeah. the Free Man podcast. Yep. I'm glad. That really, that's my, I was nervous about that. <laughs> As the, as the newbie, what if everybody hates it nope, and now you every, get kicked to the curb well, straight away? But I nope. appreciate it, guys. Thank you. I, I think you you were also in the benefit that I feel like people had been mentioning a three-person podcast before you came on yeah, as well. definitely. So by timing. You came in, perfect fit, everything ran smoothly, you know. It's not even just, I've said it before, and I don't want to blow you up too much, yeah? Because I don't need you to leave for IGN or someone just yet. Soon, but not yet. You're just so forward thinking. I love it. I love working with you, dude. Matt P, honestly, like, Matt P does all of our TikToks, if you don't know. Not, well, I'm trying to get better at doing them as well, but I'm just, life is super busy. Um, he's been killing it over there on TikTok. So if you're someone who uses TikTok, go follow my Xbox and me over there. And it's the fact that I just don't need to say it to you. It just happens. It just happens, you know? And, and that is, it's a nice thing. It's nice. Crash, on the other hand. We're never going to mention it from here on out. You've been, you've been giving me way too much praise. I think the praise is just due. I, yeah. Me and Fix with the podcast for a very, very long time, we were like, oh, we should do this and do this and do this. And it's always like, we should do it. We should do it. But now that you're doing the TikToks and everything, it's like, no, we, it's not a should. We, we really got to do it. <laughs> we <like> got to. <laughs> it's nice. It's just nice to have other people to rely on, but not relying in a way of like i need to think about what they're doing crash i don't need to say to chris before the show anymore time codes chris does the time codes i don't need to say to you to do some social stuff which then can go out everywhere you just do it and crash yeah. also reminds you that we need to record an episode that's true because <laughs> you true. almost missed the recording today fix but, guys you know, we don't need to we don't on. need to bait on. me up on that yeah sometimes that happens <laughs> I get, i'm just i'm just so busy with everything that i'm doing and it just you just forget that's why i need good. to put it in it's a calendar good. i have to put it in a calendar from now on so uh from now on i will i will but better that's busy enough. than not yeah, that, true, true. That's enough chit-chat at the start here. Shout out to our Patreon producers, Erin Guard and FNH Paul. Thank you very much, guys, for keeping the show on the road. We do appreciate you and everything that you do for our community. So thank you, thank you. Big piece of news this week, our big topic of the show this week, is all about Microsoft. Not so much just Xbox, but Microsoft as a whole. Microsoft game revenue up 50% in Q3. Uh, this was written by Brendan Sinclair over at GameIndustry.biz, so go give it a click and check it out. 
Microsoft Today, the, the original story was reported on April 27th, 2021, reported its results for the results, sorry, for the financial third quarter showing the company's gaming business jumped 50% year over year. For the three months ended in March 31st, Microsoft said its personal computing division saw a revenue up 19% to 13 billion. That's B, billion. And credited gaming in gaming as the primary drive uh, driver of that growth. Xbox hardware was up 232% year over year for the quarter, with those results attributing continued demand for the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S consoles that launched in November. Microsoft also reported a total Xbox content and services rose 34% in the quarter, quote, driven by strength from third-party titles, Xbox Game Pass subscriptions, and first-party titles. Beyond the gaming division, uh, Microsoft posted similar growth for its company as a whole. The company highlighted strides made by its cloud service business as a result of the pandemic reporting, over revenue, uh, reporting overall revenue up 19%. But that's enough. We don't care about all that. We only really care about Xbox when it comes to that sort of thing. The other notable piece of content uh, here is that Microsoft, uh, sorry, Minecraft has now generated over 350 million in player spending from mods, add-ons, and other downloadable content inside of Minecraft. Do you remember when we sat here and spoke about Minecraft, Crush? And we were like, I think it was you on the show, right? When they when it got bought, would it have been you? Mm, I don't actually know. No, it know. wouldn't have been me. It wouldn't it have been you. Me. It would have been, would have been one of the other terrible people we've yeah. had since then. They're all dead <laughs> by now. Um, but I remember, anyway, I remember talking about Minecraft and being like, was it worth a billion? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. This news is obviously fantastic news for Microsoft as a whole, but I think it's brilliant news for Xbox specifically, right, guys? That's that's where this sits and that's where this lies. Grace, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it shows that Microsoft is definitely in the conversation in a big way that they weren't last generation, especially towards the end of the generation. Um, they have even Sony put out a lot of their numbers recently as well. Yep. And a lot of them are very comparable to Microsoft. And you have to remember Microsoft is still technically the underdog going into this as of right now. So seeing them being so comparable and knowing how good Microsoft has been to be pro consumer and how that catches on as time goes on, I'm really excited to see what Microsoft continues to do, especially seeing their growth so far. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's 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 all investment as well. And like the, the more that you can post these sorts of numbers, the more that Microsoft as a whole believes in the gaming division and is willing to spend more on it. And we've seen Xbox just buying up all these brands, and we all think, wow, when are they going to run out of money? When are they not going to be able to bid on you know Square Enix that we were talking about a while back because they've mm. just spent so much on Bethesda? But if these are the sort of numbers that you can keep putting out in these reports, why wouldn't you just keep piling money into it and uh, and see where you end up in another ten years' time? I think. We're going to be in a really interesting spot, right? Because PlayStation are going down quite a different route than Xbox are with their gaming now and, and the investment in cloud gaming and, and Game Pass and stuff. So in 10 years' time, we could be in totally different places with these two consoles and um, it could be interesting to see what happens. But uh, yeah, incredible news, incredible news. Again, I've been doing my Xbox and me now for 292 weeks. And let me tell you, the first three years, four years of this podcast were really hard to get through really yeah. really hard i was listening to podcasts on lot this week and ram caffrey said the same thing where it's like it's weird to come out 
every single week and do this podcast and have something new and something positive to say about mm. Xbox. It's very, very weird. It's not normal. It's not what we're used to. The, the, the Xbox community, even the conversation I'm seeing with, with majority PlayStation owners and fans are like, Oh yeah, no, I I am gonna buy an Xbox, and I'm like, oh, but why? It's like, oh, yeah, just I just I just need one. They're not quite they're not quite sure yet. They're not quite they're like they're not they're not fully invested, which I understand. But the conversation is changing so dramatically yeah. around Xbox as a company, as Xbox as a brand, and uh, I'm so happy about it. Obviously, not only for work purposes, just the fact of having two behemoth companies. Being able yeah. to go in very drastic decision uh, differences. Sorry, um, PlayStation very AAA focused. Very timed. It they've come out and said timed exclusives are going to be a thing. AAA exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. We want the big boys. Xbox, on the other hand, are more services, and they're still partnering with the right people, I believe. Obviously, Outriders has shown that that was a huge deal, and I think we're going to see more of those games that could be a risk just flourish yeah. on game pass in such a big way and that's how they're going to start taking away a little bit more of that mind share um and uh player base from sony again like chris said as well sony reported their numbers again i don't care about them for this show um yeah. but they were very very healthy they are the best-selling console on the market just because they produce more because both of these consoles are sold out everywhere exactly yeah, um, which is which is incredible, right? That we're yeah, that we're still yeah. in that position, and yeah, obviously it's been an extraordinary year and everything, the rest of it. But people are so desperate to get hold of these consoles. I wonder at this point how many people are just trying to get one or the other and don't actually care what what they're going to end up with. They're just trying to get one or the other. I think. Um, I think. I don't know. I hate to say it because of the 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 circumstances. Obviously, a pandemic is never a good thing, and things like that. Sure. But for Xbox. I actually do think the pandemic has kind of helped. Not in sure. a, I don't mean that in a way of obviously I'm not putting down people dying or getting sick or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I'm speaking about specifically the mindshare. And like you just said, it's the fact of like both consoles are sold out, but you walk past a, a shop and they have, you walk past your local game or your GameStop or wherever and you see Xbox One's in stock. You're like, I'll take one. What? Like, I have to have it. It's one of those, it became, it feels very much more like the Wii back in the day when you just couldn't get your hands on a Wii for a really long time. And it was a case of you see one in stock, you buy it because your mum, your dad, your grandma, someone is going to want to buy this thing off of you. And then when they don't, it's like, oh, I don't mind having an extra console now that I have it. Um, yeah, Microsoft, exactly. don't, Microsoft don't care because you're just going to buy it. Like as long as you buy it, they don't care. I think I think as well, you know, it, it the reports came out not so long ago, about a month ago, saying the average UK citizen has saved four and a half thousand pounds during quarantine, and they're looking to spend it this summer. Yeah, um, yeah. and 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 that kind of like rings true at least to me. And 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 you know, if people get the opportunity to buy both at this point, and they see the value in buying both, because. Like you say, the conversation is changing, right? From a, Even from an SEO standpoint, like part yep. of my day job is looking up keywords and seeing what's trending. I have seen PS5 and Xbox Series X become more even. They're not quite there yet. PS5 no. is still ahead. Yes. But mindshare is changing. The conversation is changing. And it's more difficult for Xbox because you've got Series X and Series S and Game Pass all as like different keywords that are, that are fluctuating. Exactly. Um, but it, the conversation is changing. And... Um, It'll be fascinating to see what happens if we start seeing more game delays 
from Sony's side. And uh, which and we are going to. to Game Pass. I promise you, God of War ain't coming this year, people. Absolutely not. Wasn't There's there? There no was something way. the other day. There was something the other day where where Sony had uh, set out some predictions or something. I'm not too clued in on it, so, so yeah. don't quote me on it by any means. And they were like, "Oh, but we still have things coming this year that means this will." do better and so a lot of people were taking that to mean god of war is still coming this year and that's nope. like the most vague I, confirmation you've ever seen or heard I, of i doubt sony thought god of war was coming out this year when they made the announcement no um, it's a business strictly a, sh- a shareholders business decision of like yeah we are working on this thing shareholders go okay perfect invest 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 um that's what this is but yeah i just it feels so good to come here each week with both of you, obviously, but it feels good to come here and be able to just talk Xbox and there'd be a, I remember the early days of like, oh, 720p. We don't even, we don't even talk about 720p, 900p, 1080p gate back in the day. Now yeah. we could think about it from an Xbox. We're an Xbox brand, right? That's what we cover Xbox. We could easily be making those videos of, oh, your game doesn't run at 120 frames. We have boost and we have this. It's mm. like, it's not about that. Obviously, it's not about that's not what gaming's about. But it's nice. I played UFC, which we'll get into, um, and that has the FPS boost on it. And I was like, oh yeah, this does run and feel and look better. And and that's just a nice thing as an Xbox customer, somewhere where I bought, I buy, buy my games if if I'm not sent them. Um, it's nice to just go, oh. This looks and plays better here. And it doesn't have the sticker on the front. It's not a big tagline, but it's just facts at this point. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy um, with Xbox. I'm glad they're doing really well. I hope they don't fall on their own sword or get too lazy, or which I don't think they will because they're still not winning. Yeah. I, and I don't think they will win, by the way. I don't think they win. I generally don't. I don't think they win this generation. I deep down don't want them to win this generation because I always feel Xbox are better as a company when they are in second place. American owned, and I know Sony have become very Americanized as well, but I love America. You guys know I love America. But you mother effers, when it comes to companies, you get so arrogant and you lay down and just don't keep doing the thing that works. You're like, they're just going to keep buying it. That's how it feels from the yeah. outside looking in. And I just want Sony, oh. I want Microsoft just to stay in second, very, very close behind Sony, and just keep making the right moves. When you're in the lead and you have all the mind share, like people don't really focus on your mess ups. Like we've seen that for Sony for a very long time. I feel like yep. it's been sort of not going 100% that way with Sony lately, but for a very long time, they would do something that people didn't really like, but nobody talked about it. They talked about whatever positives came out around that time. And that's what the focus was on. Uh, whereas Microsoft, Microsoft can do a million good things and that's all get, it gets swept under the rug. And it's like, what did Microsoft do wrong? And yeah. the fact that Microsoft hasn't been doing a lot of wrong lately is really a good sign and helps it flourish to a point where I agree. I don't think Microsoft will necessarily win this generation, but I do think for a lot of people, Microsoft will become the equivalent of a Nintendo console where it's like they have one in their home and they play games with it, be it only for Game Pass or whatever it is. But I'm sure Microsoft's fine with that. That's enough. That's probably one of the things that Microsoft's like, what? that's a successful thing for us. What, $49.99 a month? If they yeah. got oh, yeah, they're happy with that. Let me tell you, yeah. twenty. I think the last numbers I saw, Tom. Oh, I'm forgetting his last name. He's a Microsoft uh, guy covers Microsoft. Tom Warren, I believe his name is. Yeah. Um, he put out numbers, I believe, the other day, or maybe it was Jess, who said twenty three million. It's twenty three million. Yeah, I saw that. yeah. 
Game Pass, 23 million. You think they care if you use Game Pass? No, they've got that no. credit card information and they're making their money. That's all that matters yeah. from a business level. That's all that matters. So, um, yeah. yeah. 100%. And it'll be an interesting conversation. You know, you said you talk about Xbox winning the generation or not. It's whether next generation, potentially, we even talk about generations as a thing or if, you know, if Xbox really commits to Game Pass and the next generation of consoles whatever they happen to be are really just game pass focused machines backwards compatibility isn't even a conversation because that doesn't work like that anymore and and this idea of generations kind of goes out the window Not i think it's quite likely no no i don't think it would for sony but then, but then the conversation changes right from from who's winning the generation which is a terrible conversation to have anyway yeah, yeah. but it changes from that to these two businesses doing very different things and it, you know it even more splits that that fan base, I think, from from PS5 versus Xbox to oh, these are completely different things. Like similar to the conversation with Nintendo, right? Where, yeah. where it's like they're just doing their own thing. Like yeah. they're off in the corner doing their own thing, making millions upon billions of pounds. Or Crazy, dollars. yeah. Who were the funky? Eh? Successful exactly. businesses just working and making money. Uh, let's jump into fixes sack we've got two questions coming this week so thank you everyone remember you can email in actually i didn't check the email so i'll check it now uh, email in my xbox and me podcast at gmail.com um matt can you read the first question just while i check the email please if you don't i mind. can indeed the first question is from top lift thank you for the question hey guys hope you're all having a good blank with the mm, what Oh, this is difficult. When you yeah, don't spell mate. stuff right, and our yep. dyslexic brains break. All right, this let is, me we're go. In trouble. Hey guys, hope you're with you're all the new. With the with, okay, hope you're all having a good uh, good <laughs> one, uh, one with the new. Uh, with the new, I, I think they're talking about um. The, we need to rewrite these questions. That's the issue. <laughs> Kotar remake. The Knights of the Old remember, Republic ne- remake. That's remember, all the questions about. You, one sec, one sec. You remember I was like 10 minutes just on the show. I had to copy and paste in, all right? I didn't have time this week. Uh, this is not against you top left, by the way. This is just us. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> this question's about uh, the developer who is developing KOTOR uh, remaking it. Do we think it will be an Xbox exclusive or do we think it will come to multi-platforms? Um, I, the only way I see it being exclusive is if they tap uh, Obsidian or something like that to make it. That's the only way. Because um, I, I don't think Star Wars is big enough that they probably want it on every platform. Yeah, I think you're right. I think um, KOTOR is one of those kind of black holes of gaming for me that people talk about and I have no connection to whatsoever. Um, and so it's difficult to talk on. But but yeah, I, I think you're right. With, with massive IPs like this, they want it to go everywhere, right? And um, in as many hands as possible. And so it would surprise me if it was Xbox exclusive, I think. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think Star Wars is a big enough IP that they've kind of learned their lessons with even EA doesn't have any exclusively anymore um, and things like that. I think it's they want these games to be everywhere. Look, look at MLB The Show, right? It's Exclusives only work when... <laughs> when the partnership is working properly. And I don't think Xbox have a deal. Maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe Xbox sent the bag to, to the right people. And it was like, Hey, this is a limited game on our platform. And people think of our console. when we think of that, like we do with resident evil and things like that. Right. Um, there's enough there. Maybe I don't think Xbox would do like timed exclusive content, but they'll probably might have the marketing for it or something. But I think the game will come to everything. Uh, PC, uh, I, Xbox, and hopefully even Nintendo if they can. 
Yeah, I think Disney also learned that like it's finding the right studio for the game. So I do think like there is possibly a case where they look at a studio that Microsoft has and they're like, they'd be perfect for this game that we want to make or whatever. Um, or Microsoft goes to them pitching a game idea and they're like, okay, you guys want to put up the front front the money for to make the game and then we still get our share of profits or whatever. They'd be cool with that. But the chances of that, all of that lining into place, I think is very unlikely. I always wonder how much these teams are talking to one another though. Like, like you're right, like Disney and Marvel properties those video games they have they have a vision for what they are and, and, a, and a way of doing them right giving them out to the developers that work and yada yada is the team that's working on star wars games in the same capacity do they are they the same team are they connected to that team at all are they even paying attention to what that team's doing i don't know and when you talk about a company as big as disney my guess is no uh that they don't that they don't communicate and they don't have any idea what's going on over there and so the approach might be very different um in an ideal world I, it probably isn't right and and maybe i'm wrong but my hunch says that that to assume that because marvel are handling it one way star wars will handle it the same is probably the wrong way to go yeah no you're not wrong um we'll have to just wait and see i guess there's nothing there's nothing well, more indeed. really there we just have to wait and see uh next question uh, go on no please 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 I, I was just gonna say, are we? Are you guys excited for Kotor? Like, like fix. I know you said that you have no interest in it. Me Crash. And Crash. Do you have a history with it? I've never played it. I'm actually excited people. for the remake. Yeah, yeah. I, See, I think I think of myself as a Star Wars guy. Clearly, not like like crazy into it, but like well enough into it. If it came out, I would definitely at least try it. And Kotor is one of those things that you hear about so much um, that has such a fan base that that I would be excited to jump in i'm just wondering if i'd be more excited to see a new star wars game you know a new ip a, a different take um but when you're when you're trying to make money bank on the bank on the ip that people love and talk about a lot right yeah i think just for me um just how people talk about it in terms of it being an rpg and how good it is it would pique my interest to at least uh pay attention to it and more than likely at least try it uh, and like, just like you because- say so I was uh, going like, to say, if if Obsidian take over a, a project like that, an RPG, a Star Wars RPG, I'd be, yeah, super Yeah. Cute. No, I agree. Next question. Does Xbox need to do anything about Sony's quick movement uh, in lock-in exclusive games from third-party studios for this generation? Example, announced actually announce actual release dates for upcoming games or get more third-party games into Game Pass? Day one from the broken gamer does xbox need to do anything about sony's quick movement to lock in exclusive games i don't think they can if i'm honest sony the the things sony's do sony does have brilliant working relationships with the entire industry um i don't think there's many every when i talk to developers and i've spoken to a lot of developers in my time um they all speak about how great it is to work with sony and that has uh, that I will say that has changed um, with Microsoft as well, but since Phil was taken over and stuff like that, but that wasn't always the case. And when I speak to developers, I do think they they are some again. It's been a year stuck in my house, and I haven't been to a trade show in a while. But just the conversations I have had is that people are sometimes a little bit apprehensive when it came to Xbox back in the day in a huge way, and I do think that stench was left on them for a while. I think uh, Idea Xbox has turned that around when it comes to the indie side of things in a huge way. But 
not so much a triple A sense, but maybe a double A, which then gets brought up to a triple A or treated like a triple A, right? Um, I don't think there's much Xbox can do. Sony are getting there faster. Sony are spending the money. Sony love these deals that um, they get the marketing on. They lock Game Pass out. Um, they get exclusive modes. That's what Sony likes to do. And it works for their business model because they can't go and just buy, buy, buy the way Microsoft can, right? And a lot of people don't want to be owned, by the way. Like, we love to sit here and speculate and talk on who they're going to buy and this, that, and the other. Like, game development is art. That's what it is at the end of the day, right? And artists don't like to be told what to do. That is that is not something that, especially independent artists, and they're independent for a reason. Um, and I think Sony have, kind of proven that with kojima which is like we will let you make the game you want to make and i think we've seen that even looking at returnal if i looking at returnal on paper the mm. reviews have just gone up for it it's doing fantastically well uh review wise i think it's how smart they're not owned by sony that's a game to me that is a double a that sony look like they've brought up to a triple mm -hmm. a because to me it looked like a, a perfect example of that game was recall Right, that that to me they were they were the same sort of game. One was light, one was dark. One they both look very similar in style. Recall had a lot of problems, loading issues. It just didn't work. It didn't get that push up from Microsoft that it needed, in my opinion. Where Returnal, on the other hand, looks like it has had that. It's had that. That looks good. We like what you're doing. Maybe you could try this. Maybe you could try that. I'm not saying that is what happened, but that definitely could be one of the reasons, in my opinion. So I don't think there's anything they can do, personally. Crash, what do you think? Um, yeah, I don't... The thing is, like, Microsoft's goal, like we were like you said, isn't necessarily to get timed exclusives. They seem to be more like, let's buy studios outright and get full exclusivity and sort of work closer with the companies. Um, so I, I don't I don't see it, and I don't necessarily think even if that wasn't the case, that's something Microsoft would do. Because Phil Spencer's talked about it numerous times, where uh, timed exclusives and things like that aren't something he likes. They're and negative enjoys. for gaming, is what he said. Yeah, yeah, and especially when like their big message is being pro consumer as of late, that would be very anti. Uh, it go against the grain of what they're they seem to be wanting to do. Yeah, I think I think it's partly a marketing thing as well, right? Like like you say, we've talked about it before. This idea that you know, we turn on the TV and you get video game commercials. So many of them are PlayStation. So few yep. of them are Xbox. Yep. Um, and and Xbox is doing other deals that that they clearly see as valuable stuff with like Samsung and the Samsung phones being like the place to play X Cloud and stuff like that. How yeah. many people that reaches? I have no idea. Um, but yeah, like I think I think I think Xbox should be doing a better better. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To be doing better and, at marketing yeah. xCloud and Game Pass and all these things. And it's I don't think it's specific games. I think um I think yeah they should be marketing their services better. Because I still don't think the vast I mean twenty three million people is a lot of people, don't get me wrong. But, but I enough. don't think the vast it's not enough and the vast majority yeah. of people don't understand what Game Pass is. Um and that's the angle I think they should be pushing. It will be super interesting to see what they do with Halo uh and the marketing around that. And I'm assuming we've got to see quite a bit of Halo this summer at E3 and, and the like. Um, and so it'll be really interesting to see what they do with that and how hard they push it uh, in conjunction with Game Pass or not. I don't know. 
game Plus, I mean, Halo E3. Oh, it gets me excited, we're guys. Get, we're getting it close, guys. It gets me excited. It really does. I, I can't, and this is, you got to think, like the last couple of years, we've not even done E3 predictions just because it just hasn't worked. This is the first year I'm like, yep, get the bingo card out. Let's, let's sit down. Let's work out our predictions. Let's react to it. Let's pop. Let's, let's do it. I can't wait. We we already have a pizza bet going, don't we, Fix? I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> I don't do. remember, but we do. I don't know. Something, I don't remember. Was it was that? something coming out this year. Something coming out this year. But I can't remember what. Oh, Forza. New Forza game this year. I said, and I said, no new Forza game this year. Hmm? You said Forza game this year. I swear that's what I, I said. Somebody, somebody rewind the Someone thing, needs I, to go I, find I, it I for us. Someone needs to find it Somebody's opinions changed here. Clearly yeah, yeah. Like, There's a Forza yeah. game coming this year. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm pretty, I thought the bet was you said that it would come out a new Horizon game. Right? No? I don't remember. I don't, I'm talking out my butt. I'm talking out my I butt. Don't I don't either. remember. I don't, so someone will have to go back and listen to it if they really care about Point the is, bet. Let's put a pizza bet down on, on some E3 stuff. I'm, I'm going to look forward to that prediction episode. Soon, 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 soon. soon. Uh, let's get into what's been in our box this week, lads. What have we all been playing? Chris, we'll start with you. What have you been playing, bud? Uh, I played Titanfall 2. Ooh, Game Pass? I Titanfall 2 Ooh. on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but boy, was I silly for missing this game, man. <laughs> I, I, I got some stuff on my face. I don't know. I look stupid right now. Yes, you do. That game is so, so good. It is probably the best FPS campaign I've probably ever played, if I'm going to be honest. I wow. think level design-wise, phenomenal. <clears throat> not just the uh, not just the one episode, well, the one uh, mission everybody talks about, which is the time travel no, mission, yeah, which that's is a great phenomenal. Mission. Yeah. It's amazing. But even the mission before that, when you're on the platforms and you're in the moving platforms and all of that, and then it builds into this big uh, area and they throw in, they start throwing in units at you, like all of that's just wonderfully, wonderfully designed. Like this just shows how well Respawn is at just basic game design, especially looking at Apex Legends and that game uh, with the with the uh, pinging and stuff like that. It's just like yeah. it makes sense why they did that because they've been so ahead of the curve with a lot of the stuff they do. Um, fantastic fantastic game if you haven't played it uh, and you're like me go and play that game it that's is a me. fantastic game that's me i haven't oh. played it and uh this week i finished a game which we'll talk about in a second so i will i uh, this might be my next one that i'm jumping into i i recommend it it is that good anything else you've been playing crush other than the, obviously the obvious one that we've all played we'll talk about that one later cool. that's the only other yeah. one matt p what have you been playing bud I finished Resident Evil 7. Talked about it a little oh, bit last week. And I can't wait I to hear this talk. Yeah, buddy, well, let's go. I don't really have much to add to no what spoilers. I was saying last week, right? No spoilers, obviously. Yeah. Last week we talked about where I was in the game. I was, I would say, three quarters of the way through the game. Yep. Um, I think I think, the, I think that game opens so strongly. And I basically played it in kind of two sittings up to that mm. point where I was at last week and then finished it in one more sitting. Um, and so that last sitting for me was a bit like a bit meh like like it gets to a point where i i was playing on the easiest setting right because i'm not i'm not in it for like the difficulty yeah. necessarily i'm not speed running it you know i'm here for the story i'm here for the for the the thrills the horror um and by the end of it i think i had like 
500 machine gun rounds. I was, I was, like, I was, oh, this I was just about to say <laughs> to you, that is the only... I So I've been playing doing the Resident Evil Revisited series, as yeah. you know, and we played Resident Evil 1... Res, sorry, Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil 1, and... No, Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil 1. Those two games on easy, and I will mm. never play a Resident Evil game ever again on easy. It ruins yeah, the I experience it, in a huge way. I think it does it a little bit of a disservice. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think I think part of me though was was also kind of trying to rush through it so that I'm ready for eight. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't regret it all that much. But I think even if I'd been low on ammo and stuff, right, like the, that ending section of the game is a bit weak for me. I, I, I hate um, it. I hate everything oh, well, up to that. Everything up to the point of what you got to. Um, mm. last week the boat that's all I'll say I won't say anything more the game needed to end there like yeah it, it feels like a better experience if it would have ended there would have been a little so. bit on the short side um, but I every, everything beyond that point I I dis I dislike it most people dislike it um, it lets it leaves a bad taste in your mouth I think um, yeah. after yeah, a phenomenal experience up to that point yeah exactly and so the way the game ends does it get me hyped for eight? No, not really. Like I'm hyped for have eight you... because I enjoyed seven, the gameplay, and I'm excited to go play more. But I'm not excited to see what's going on with Ethan and People. his wife and Chris People. Redfield. And like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. there's there is a DLC that you don't necessarily. It's free. Um, the uh -huh. Not a Hero DLC, which is Chris Redfield, um, gives a little yeah. bit more context to some things. Not much. There's a lot of stretch in there, and I didn't love the DLC, but I didn't love the DLC for my own Resident Evil reasons, not from... You wouldn't pick up on the things of which I hated about sure. that. Um, so you might want to play that just to get a little bit more yeah. um, in this. Very, more action-focused as well. Not Still in the same okay. engine as sure. the game, say, but... Sure, yeah, yeah. About an hour? About an hour, if that. Oh, okay. So, I, I, might, I might try it then. I yeah, might it's try. free. Uh, that's one of the things I didn't like either. Like, the game... Uh, you know, the monsters in the game are... Uh, fine they they are what they are um and then and then you sort of walk into a room quite towards the end of the game and it's just like here read 25 pages explaining what these monsters are and i'm like i didn't need this you could have left it ambiguous enough disagree hard disagree oh, really? yes because again if you would have asked me this all t two weeks ago i would have been with you why do we need all that information resident evil is about that and i've it's so weird to think, because you got to remember, when I play these games, I don't read notes. So mm. I get the entry-level Resident Evil fan. That was my that was my fandom, was Chris Redfield punching boulders and Rebecca <laughs> being a healer, like the surface-level stuff. Now sitting down and going through every single game, reading every single note, diving in deep, there's this connection to this, and there's this and that, and blah, blah, blah. You need it. You need it. I promise you, you need it. For people like me, and because I'm I'm someone that I hated Resident Evil Seven, right? I on the first on the first playthrough, I enjoyed it. Then I've said I went on the podcast. I've been on the podcast. Said don't think it's a good Resident Evil game. Great survival horror game. Now after playing it again and again and again since then, I'm like, no, it is a good Resident Evil game. It might not have been mm. what I wanted, but it is a good Resident Evil game because of those notes. Because it adds to the world and builds out the world of what Resident Evil is. Sure, so, and I think yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head that I don't, I'm not in, in that world all that <laughs> yeah. much. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so like, yeah, maybe I don't care. If look, if if eight comes out and somehow they tie it into seven in like an interesting Which, way, and because I read those notes, I care, then they've won, right? They've done what they meant to do with it. Um, but yeah, I, I, after I left that room, I was like, 
how long did that took me forever? And I'm a slow reader anyway, and this was yeah. established on the uh, on the podcast. But like, yeah, I was like, oh god, did I need that? But then I kept going to over to the next note and reading the next note. Just get a Haley. Get a Haley. She reads all the notes. Yeah, I'll lend you. I'll send her over to you. (laughs) I would love that from from an accessibility point of view. A little boom, and even if it's just like a Siri voice reading me the note, I would love that. uh, I I think more games need to add that in general. I mm. think it's such a uh, a disservice to a game to have a lot of the world building be in the side stuff that you have to read. And Resident Evil is not the only game that does this. Quite a few games actually do this. and just have it inaccessible to people who don't want to read it. Mm. I also think it's kind of outdated. I think it's very similar in the same category for me of having main characters be voiceless or have no voice lines whatsoever. I think it's just a weird move in today's age. Uh, I, I think that's just something some developers need to look into uh, going against. And I understand that there's the logistics of like cost and stuff like that as well. So. I'd pay extra. Mm. I'd have a little I, DLC. I've said this. I, I've said this as a. I understand that this isn't for everybody. I understand that this costs money. But if you charge me an extra £5 on top to for somebody... I would want it voice acted. Because if I'm paying for it, I'd want it to be done properly. Sure. Um, but an ambiguous voice of just nobody and someone that is re- reading me the notes, I'd pay an extra fiver for it. It's a DLC thing, definitely. I'm always surprised that Xbox can't, or, or whichever console, can't hard bake it in to say, right, whatever's on screen, we're going to read it out in a Siri-like voice, right? If TikTok can do it, like PlayStation, Xbox, I'm sure can figure out a way I to do it. I think it's probably, any publisher they probably could, but it's just, it's more work, I think. And sure, for the, sure. you think about it, the percentage of people that would even get, we know yeah. how many people beat games. So the percentage of people will even get to that point. It's like, and mm-hmm. that just costs money, and that was resources that we took away from somewhere else, and yeah. yeah. So that's why I always say I'd pay, I would pay for it, I'd happily pay for it, but I don't think I should have to, but I would. Yeah. Anyway, um, Resident Evil Seven, love it, excited for eight. Speaking of eight, you played the demo fixer, I which did. I previously avoided. So yeah, I played the castle demo. I haven't played. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play the mansion demo on purpose. So I've only played the castle uh, castle demo, which was on PS Five. So just full transparency there for everybody um oh my god this game's gonna be so good like i am it is a birth child between resident evil 7 and resident evil 4 but in all of the good ways of resident evil 4 um which there are many but not on this story and already just unless they absolutely just butcher the story somehow the little moment that we that i got in my 22 minute demo I was like, yes, this is exactly what I want. Um, there's a specific point where you're just up in the, you're up in this very tall grass, and uh, there are some werewolves type things. We don't know exactly what they are at this point. Um, running past you, and then running past the grass, and it was absolutely terrifying. And this wasn't, this wasn't nighttime. I always find games are much scarier at night, darker mm. environments and things sure. like that. No, this was light but the grass was tall and they just hear it run past you. I've got good headphones, luckily for me. So you're hearing that as it mm. runs past and you're like, what the, but it's in, I can see exactly, sirens on my end. I can see exactly what they were trying to do with the first person. Cause it adds so much to this game where I yeah. think it didn't to seven. It does to this for me okay. in this little demo that i played um i'm not going to talk too much about it because there's a lot of people out there like you that don't want to know anything and just want to play the game um so but yeah i was really i was really blown away by how good it actually was and they gave us just enough 
that it leaves me wanting more. But there was still so much that around that area that I could have done that I didn't do. And yeah, I'm, I cannot wait. Cannot wait to play the game. I have one question. Um, did you get stepped on? No. <laughs> Boo. Sorry. Did not get one stepped on. One out of on. ten. Zero out of ten game. Zero out of yeah. ten game. Um, I also played MLB The Show 21. I obviously, I come on last week and kind of... I didn't have bad things to say about it, but I hadn't played enough to really speak about it. Sure. I still haven't played too much. I played two matches in my career mode, which is now up on youtube.com slash moremcfixer. If you're into gameplay and want to watch myself play more video games, um, you know, let's play funny type style. Think of it kind of like Funhouse. Uh, me and my editor, Shotgun McPayne, shout out to him. Um, he does a fantastic job with my edits and makes me actually funny, which is dope. Um, so we played that and... Yeah, I really had a good time with it. Like, a really good time with it. No, I don't understand baseball. No, I don't understand the sport. No, still all the same problems that I had last week in, in a way. Sure. But actually jumping in, creating my character, being part of the Mississippi uh, team, whatever they are, and making a joke about, oh, I probably shouldn't be here in Mississippi. Um, that was funny for me, anyway. Um, but yeah, I was just like... Shout out to Mississippi, by the way. I don't know the internets of your of your of your state, but I just hear things. Okay, I hear things. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, for me, I just I enjoy playing it. It was fun. I'm learning on the go. That's kind of how I'm treating the series, which is dumb British person plays baseball. And mm -hmm. that's kind of the fun of it for me, learning how sure. to, to run to the bases, learning how to pitch, learning how to uh, to bat, learning how to catch, all of that. So, um, But I had a really great time playing it. You can definitely tell that this is like an elite sports game, in my opinion, um, which is which is a good thing. I'm so happy it's on Xbox now. So um, it'd probably be a game that I play year after year after year now. Oh, you think? You, you yeah. go in every yeah, year and yeah. be excited for it, especially yeah. if it's on Game Pass. I mean, come on. Well, even if it's not, I just, I'm just i I'm such a fan of the sports titles. People know that. I love, I, I'm a sucker for new sports person <laughs> is the is the rookie and tell that story. Like, you can tell me that story in 50 different ways and I will buy it 50 different times. Um, so if you can do that for NBA and now baseball and then soccer slash football and then NFL, then golf, and then the only one they've got to try and get me now is NHL. If you can get me on the NHL, I've got them all. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm super into it, man. So uh, shout out to MLB The Show. Really enjoy playing that. Last game on this list that we all play together is Second Extinction. Guys, Crash, we'll start with you. Uh, we did a hour stream yesterday playing Second Extinction. It's out on Game Pass yep. right now for everyone to download in the preview. What did you think? Uh, I liked it. It was so much deeper than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be a dumb, a, a fun, a fun dumb game where it's like you go in, you shoot zombies. That's all there really is. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. And what else? What um, else? Uh, I like the character. I like the guns. I like the way you get uh, dinosaur parts to level up the guns, and the yeah. whole system was a lot better. It is a preview game, but I thought it also ran pretty well for a preview game. Yeah, I don't think we really had the audio cut out and Matt got disconnected once. I think that's really the only bugs we found. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matt, the the major yeah. issue the major issue that we that we were all experiencing I think is is like weird music glitches where music would like cut in and out and stuff like that and and sound wouldn't be there. Like you say, it's a preview game uh, and it's way deeper than I thought it'd be. I thought I thought we'd be getting kind of a little almost demo like like a grounded right where it like had a kind of a hard cutoff point doesn't seem like that's here it seems like this like you say this game is surprisingly deep has crafting mechanics and and uh yeah upgradable 
people and guns and all sorts of stuff going on. And uh, yeah, it's not just shoot hordes of dinosaurs. It's like this specific dinosaur needs to be taken out in this specific way. And you've got limited ammo and you've got to worry about your equipment. And uh, yeah, we the three of us, I think, had a blast with it, right? And I, I would definitely be excited to go back in if somebody said, hey, do you want to jump back in? Would I jump back in on my own? Probably not. Um, but that's really not the sort of game that this is, right? This is a... Yeah, a fun, light-hearted game that to jump in with your mates. Yeah, I one hundred everything you just said I agree with, which is that doesn't take away from the quality of the game, but yeah. you're a hundred percent right, which is if you guys were like, Hey, I want to play a game with you guys. If you're like, I don't really want to play Outriders, I don't really want to play this, should we just jump in on Second Extinction for an hour again? I'd be like Totally. Why the heck not? There's a leveling system. There's the part system. There is there is a form of um, progression, which is obviously mm -hmm. something that I, in preview games, I think is humongous because nobody wants to put ridiculous amounts of time into a game for it to just not matter. I think that yeah, is yeah. always my biggest pet peeve. So for me, it was a case of I really enjoyed my time with it. it. Like I said, we only played an hour. We're just scratching the surface. But what was there was way deeper and way... It was a very pretty game, which was is a nice mm. bonus in preview. It ran really well. I thought the gunplay was actually really good compared to what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, even when I think Left 4 Dead, I don't think Left 4 Dead has like the best gunplay in the world. I'm sure yeah. Left 4 Dead today would feel a lot better than it does from 2000 and whatever year it came out. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, I, I actually thought it was really good. I'm, 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 I don't know what they could have done to actually got me to stay, to be honest. Just because, like you said, Matt, that's not my type of game, really. Which is just run around and do and shoot these things and do these objectives. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against playing it again. It's definitely worth your time to check out if you have Game Pass. That's always yeah. my thing. Like, would I suggest someone buys this at twenty? I think it's twenty pound. Would you suggest it? Someone to buy it. If you have three friends that are buying it and want to shoot dinosaurs with you, yeah, two friends, sorry. Um, yes, yeah. buy it at £20. I think it's £21, if I'm not mistaken, um, while it's in the preview. But if you're not, if you're playing it solo, I don't think it would be fun, to be honest. Yeah, I think I agree. I think, I think if you love Left 4 Dead and what's another game that's kind of similar to this? Uh, World War Z, stuff like yeah. that. If you, yeah. if you enjoyed those sorts of games... Because if you did enjoy those sorts of games, I guarantee you were playing it with mates. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you, you just were. Uh, maybe left dead a little bit less, but but like those two games were were so bolstered by your friends. I think if you have a group of friends and you're all paying sixty quid collectively to to have this experience together, I think you won't be disappointed with the money you spent yeah. on it. Um, you know, if if your favorite game of all time is The Sims, this probably isn't for you, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like 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 you say, it, uh, the exciting thing is that this is in preview, and they're kind of committed at that point to improving and making better and expanding this. And so, I'll be super interested to see. The thing that will get me back in is they say, "Hey, here's a new content drop, and here's X, Y, and Z," and uh, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's exciting! I'll jump back in." It's super low as well. It's super low memory capacity. Yeah. It's like eight gig. I was like, "Oh yeah. god, I'm gonna have to uninstall Warzone," and, and I was like, "Oh no, I can <laughs> I can get it on my Series S, my little S." No problem. Um, and so, yeah, but if you have Game Pass, it's a no-brainer. If you don't have Game Pass and you're into those sorts of games, then I equally think it's a no-brainer because uh, I think you'll have a blast. Yeah. It's also a console and PC Game Pass. So if you do well, have uh, Ultimate and you got a PC that can run it, you got it there. 
Um, I, I do want to jump off the gunplay. I really didn't expect the gunplay to be that good. And also visually, like the lighting in that game is fantastic. Yeah. I think visually the only downside for me was that sometimes they threw in a little bit too much fog, mm-hmm. which just made it kind of not necessarily bad to look at. It's just I didn't want to stare at that the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. I am uh, yeah. I am looking forward to it. It had a ton of variety in the gameplay and the different type of mission structure and all that. That was really cool. Uh different dinosaur types. I don't know if we've seen all the dinosaurs. I doubt it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it does look like uh dinosaurs also have varieties and they come yeah. in different types as well, which is really cool. Yeah, we fought we fought a, a, a we fought all different types, big, small, little, ugly, pretty, different colors. <laughs> yeah. Like it was it was yeah, I had a really good time with it to be honest. Electric. Yeah, electric. Yeah, yeah it's got uh, lightning cool. dinosaurs. <laughs> exactly. It had that it had that level of um of stupidness to it, but it was just a fun time to be honest. Yeah. For sure. Let's jump into what's the what's. Let's jump into this week's dashboard. Uh, this week we'll get through it really quick because we've gone long-ish. Um, Microsoft shake up PC gaming by reducing Windows Store cut to just twelve percent. Microsoft is. Uh, this was taken from Tom Warren, who I was speaking about earlier from The Verge. Microsoft is shaking up the world of PC gaming today with a big cut to the amount of revenue it takes from the games on Windows. The software giant is reducing its cut from 30% to just 12 from August 1st. This is a clear bid to compete with Steam and um, entice developers and studios to bring more PC games to its Microsoft store. Quote, Game developers, this is from Matt Bowie, game developers are at the heart of bringing game, uh, great games to our players, and we want them to find success on our platform, says Matt Bowie, head of game Xbox Game Studios at Microsoft. A clear no-strings-attached revenue uh, share means developers can bring more games to more players and find the greater commercial success from doing so. End quote. Obviously, I think this is big, big news. This is bigger than what I think a lot of people are going to make it because yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, like the, I was, I've been talking about the day before a lot on my Twitch channel, um, which is that game's coming to steam, right? Imagine that game was coming to windows store and then they make a deal and that game goes into game pass. It's getting just cutting that percentage down first opens the door to get them in. And then it's, why don't you bring this to game pass? Here's a lump sum. And then after that is, well, you've already done half the work. Why not bring this to console? Boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. it builds that working relationship which we've spoken about before, right? Which I think is huge. And I think Microsoft doesn't need a 30% split. They make plenty of money. Like, and especially if not from the developers. They need to make it from their services and gold and things like that. So for me, this is a no-brainer and very smart on their behalf. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, 100% agree with you. It's it's about building relationships and, and, and yeah, investing sort of you know the less money you take you can think of that as investing right into the future of what xbox will be and 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 microsoft will be i suppose windows store um yeah 100 you know windows store i think is probably the one sort of pc gaming store that is in the conversation least um and so anything they can do to kind of start competing with steam and an epic store and stuff like that uh is massively beneficial to them so yeah it makes perfect sense to me from a business standpoint uh It'll be interesting to see what what comes of it. See if anybody comes exclusively to Windows Store now because of that. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think exclusively, no. But I just think getting them in the door is going to be big. Chris, what, what are you thinking on this? Uh, I think it's big because of Steam, right? 
because we saw Epic Epic takes a similar stance as this, and now yeah. with Steam as well, uh, Steam takes a thirty percent cut, and it sort of puts them in a conversation where uh, developers will probably promote Windows Store, and Windows Store is like notoriously like not a good platform to go and buy games. Yeah. Um. So that gives them a bigger push there. I still do think that Microsoft really needs to fix the Windows Store. Um. I do know they had event an event today. I think it was. I don't know if they went over what they plan to do with it as of yet. But that needs a revamp before something like this really makes a big wave, to be honest. Yeah, using the store is just gross. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, using that Windows store is gross. I don't like going there. I don't like looking at it. So, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with you. Uh, let's move on to our next story, which is iOS update adds native PS5 and Xbox Series X controller support. This one is from IGN uh, and written by Jordan Oliver iOS update 14.5 adds native support for the Xbox Series X and S controller to the iPhone and iPad. Available today, the 14.5 update is a major addition to iOS, adding app tracking transparency, meaning apps now need express permission to track users' data. A workaround for those wearing a mask while unlocking their phone. New voice. Okay, you're going into stuff I do not care about. We're not an Apple podcast here. The big news here. You can now connect your your controllers to your um, to your iPhone or iPad natively. Can one of you explain to me what this means, Matt? Hopefully, do you know what this means? You're a tech guy. Uh, a little bit. So, so <laughs> for a while, uh, when you were remote playing, specifically on PlayStation, so not relevant for massive amount of people here, but um, it, like you needed to remote play something on PS5, you needed to use the Dual Sense because of haptic feedback and other stuff that the Dual Sense Four doesn't have, but okay. it wouldn't let you do that. And so, so this is the first time Dual Sense is getting a native uh, application across there. What about uh, for as the far people as we aware, actually care about? Because this works. I know. Me. I've done this. Well, that's it. Uh, exactly. As far as I was aware, Xbox Series S and X controllers always worked on on iPhone and iPad. Oh. Um, I don't know if they made that connection a little bit easier. There is something interesting further down which says. Um, you can now uh, use these controllers, Xbox and PlayStation, with Apple TV and Apple Arcade, oh. uh, which is new as far as I'm aware. And I think, honestly, the bigger news story, although Apple TV doesn't do as well in Google, so maybe that's why the headline is the way it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, for me, that's the bigger news, right? Because Apple Arcade has always been something that's interesting um, and, and sort of in that market. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think probably it's a little bit expensive for what it is at the moment, um, and it's it's not uh, certainly in the mainstream uh, mind share as much as I'm sure Apple would want. Uh, but making it more accessible and easier to use for people with already these existing consoles is, is I think, quite a big deal. Um, but like you say, nobody will probably actually care. And I certainly won't use it. So maybe it's not a big deal. <laughs> Crash, what are you thinking? It's one of those things that I don't think people care about, people will talk about, but they'll definitely they will definitely feel it when they play the game. They just won't attribute it to sure. anything or whenever they're using a controller, they won't attribute it to anything. It's just one of those nice quality of life changes that doesn't really affect anybody in a noticeable way. Fair enough. Next story, Halo Infinite will support cross-play and cross-progression between Xbox and PC. This one was written by Joe Scrabbles. Nothing against Joe Scrabbles or IGN, by the way. Does fantastic work. I thought we already knew this. I'm I'm confused. I'm, like X Xbox have come out and said that they're going to support cross-play and cross-progression across all of their first-party titles, right? 
I don't think it was ever... I think the case is, like, it wasn't explicitly stated for Halo Infinite. And this probably just gets them clicks. So, I because they had their event today, and I'm assuming they probably mentioned something about this because it was a PC-focused well, event. This was this was announced on the, the Xbox Wire, which reads like this, which is, uh, the move is... Uh, pitched by microsoft of a way of building communities quote building communities around games not devices and we'll see customization and game progression follow you across all platforms as well as let you play with anyone on any platform as previously confirmed My, uh, multiplayer in halo infinite will be free to play yada 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 it supports widescreen and stuff like that on pcs i just thought we already knew this yeah I mean, like, if you look at Gears of War, that's how Gears of War functions. It's cross-progression, cross-play, yeah. all that stuff. There's no added layers to it. So I think I think for people in the system, it's very, like, clear that uh. that's a no-brainer. <laughs> that's how it's going to work. Yeah. yeah, and then for, like, Xbox has been getting some new fans that maybe they didn't know this is how it worked, and maybe they... So this is information to them. Hmm. Matt, did you know? Again, I think I think it's one of those things that you know. I think you even said it there as previously confirmed. So yeah, they they have confirmed this before, uh, as far as I was aware as well. I think this is just sort of you know this rather long, uh, boring blog post on the on the Xbox Wire, and this was maybe the most entertaining uh, you know snippet from it. Um, I have to, to add to, it to sort because. Of Halo's a big deal, and we, yeah. especially me, I do the show notes, and sometimes I miss big Halo stuff, and. Trust me, I hear about it. Fixer, you never talk about <laughs> Halo, but you never miss a piece of Resident Evil news. Damn straight I don't, because I care about Resident Evil. <laughs> so, yeah. Next news story, uh, trying to move through these relatively quickly. Fortnite isn't on xCloud Gaming because Epic won't allow it. Uh, this one was written by friend of the show, Adam Bankhurst. According to the new uh, dis Ooh. Disposition? made public as part of the Epic's case against Apple. Booyah, I smashed that. It has been revealed that Epic is one is the one holding back Fortnite from becoming available on Xbox Cloud Gaming, as it sees that as a com uh, competition. As reported by The Verge, Epic's Vice President of Business, Joe Karen Corona was asked why Fortnite isn't available on XCloud, which was previously known as Project X... Oh, Sorry, Xbox Cloud Gaming, which was previously known as Project X Cloud. Uh, Keller, Kellerin, Kellera responded and said, We view Microsoft's efforts with X Cloud to be a competition with our PC offering. End quote. That's why it's not there. I think that's perfectly understandable, personally. I, yep. I, I don't. There's a mobile app that. They have a mobile app that has progression, has cross play. Has they want you to spend the money in their ecosystem? I I, I don't. I, do I think it's dumb? Yes, because why? You're Fortnite. You you've made all this money. Why would you not just go everywhere? But there's there is that that is that that thing of like, well, it is a competition at the end of the day. I I think uh, the keyword is competitive with our PC offerings. Um, xCloud is going to be coming to PC yes. for some people. Fortnite's something that they're like, I don't want to have this installed and updated constantly. I'd rather just play it through the xCloud. Me! So they're like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a huge chunk of money that they'd be losing on. Because they get, if you get it, uh, I think you can only get it on the Epic Store. They get 100% yeah. of that revenue. They don't share anything. I, I do you know what I think it is as well. I don't think it's just, I don't think it's just the one thing. I also think it might be Fortnite brings people to the launcher. 
yeah. which then mm-hmm. in turn turns could get them to buy something else in that launcher right if they don't have to go to that launcher they are then not going to be using that service anymore and they've spent all this money to get you to download the free games literally free games and yeah i i I just don't see it as a big deal personally i think this is them protecting their own asset and why shouldn't they yeah i think i think there's probably a lot more to this than they're letting on. And, and this is one reason. I wonder as well if if there is... I'm sure somebody's tested it, maybe. Like, what what does Fortnite look like if we're streaming it, if we're cloud gaming? I would probably suggest a competitive shooter like Fortnite isn't the best thing to be cloud streaming where we are right now. And, and so, you know, you could argue that, well, if you put it on Game Pass, it doesn't perform very well. People get into it on Game Pass and go, oh, this is better if I use the Epic Store? I'll go use the Epic Store. So maybe that's a good thing. It, or they nah. say, Fortnite sucks. I, I'm never playing it ever again. I, I think you can already stream it within the video's uh, streaming service. I think you can as Before well. Time. Yeah. Yeah. The, ah. the thing with uh, Microsoft, okay. it says it later on in the article, is that uh, Microsoft doesn't allow competi- competitors' stores on their xCloud service, yeah. mm-hmm. so you have to do it through the Xbox. Like, uh, so the Xbox, Xbox are taking 30% of, of that 70-30 split on skins and things, which why would you right. give that up when you could get 100% of it? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. But also, is this the sort of thing you want to be streaming? I mean, Probably yeah. Not. I yeah. mean, for some people, no, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crush it the nail on the head, which is like, what do you mean? Uninstall Fortnite from my console. And then when the cool event happens, or the, the skin that I care about that I want to play two matches in, or an hour in, I don't have to install it. Yeah, I, 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 I would still play it that way. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. I, having it installed on my console is annoying. Because I look at it and go, I'm probably never going to play you. But the one time I do want to play you, I'm not going to want to install you. So... Just fair. sit there. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, next up, E3 2021 uh, announces its digital host event, uh, its event host, sorry. Um, and the hosts are Greg Miller, Jackie Jing, and Alex Golden Boy Mendez. Two of them friends of the show. So shout out to Greg Miller and Jackie. Two friends. I don't know Golden Boy, so you don't get a shout out. I'm sorry. Maybe soon. Maybe. Who knows? You never know Golden Boy. Maybe you get a shout out one day. I've spoken about it. I'm sure that's what he's waiting for. That's A. <laughs> Twitch partner MC Fixer shouts out oh, my boy. Bad. Twitch it- partner Little Fixer. <laughs> that's all you want to shout out. Oh, you know? that's a um, good point. It's an interesting story, kind of an interesting story, right? Because it feels like the conversation around E3 is slightly changing now and people are getting a little bit more excited about it as it gets uh, nearer. And ooh, what are we going to see? Excuse me, Matt P. In this house, it's always been exciting. Me and Chris have yeah. always been for it. Always. Okay. I've been less excited then. That's because you're an idiot. Yeah, you don't you understand. Is that... Yes, Crash. Get him. Get him, Crash. Tell him, uh, tell him he's ugly. I, I wouldn't say all that. Damn. I, I had high um, hopes that this would be my first in-person E3, you know, me too. 18 months ago or whatever. And uh, and so maybe that's why I'm a little bit sour on it. But at least no one can exactly. go. At least no one can go. It's not, like it's, not like it's just us that Everybody gets go. the same experience. At least everybody's miserable. <laughs> but we, but get yeah, to, no, I, we get to see Greg sorry, Miller. We like that guy. You yes. know, he's been on our we podcast. We do indeed. He's, he's a cool we guy. Do he's been on this podcast. This one. This very one. Crush was there. And he's I was not there. even an Xbox there. guy. So he, he, was, he was really after that MC Fixer shout I mean, yeah. he loved Before him. he was a partner. That's crazy. Just so, just so we're fully aware, though, uh, Tim Tim, uh, Tim Getty's episode did way better than Greg's. <laughs> 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 so Tim's got more pull. 
That's the truth. Sorry, Tim. There we go. I'm sorry, Greg. That's the truth. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, well, there you go. We, E3's already messed up then by hiring Greg and not Tim. That's, I mean, that's the scientific Scientific proof. Yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil Versus is delayed to summer 2021. Crash, me and you had a conversation about this, didn't we? Uh, we did have a conversation. Uh, but do, you not, do you remember the conversation we had? It was something about releasing with or afterwards, something along those lines. So this was never meant to release with it, apparently. Never meant to be released. They've come Is out that and what said, it said? They come out and said that it wasn't meant to be released. People had just assumed it. But <laughs> they are so confusing. I agree. I agree. It's if you buy a village, you get versus with it but it was never meant to release at the same time as Village, which so, to me makes sense because of everything I said yeah. last time with with Mercenaries mode and things like that and the player base just not going to touch it. I think they learned from Project Resistance, which was like, oh yeah, people just wanted to speed run Resident Evil 3. Like, why, why mm -hmm. would we go to that? Think about it. Now, if both of you buy Village, there's actually a chance I get you to play Versus now because it will be a new game with, hey, don't shake your head. Don't shake your head. Don't I'm shake your head. That. Don't there shake is, your head. There I, is far less chance I play Versus now because no! Resident Evil 8 will I, already be uninstalled by the time it comes around. Yeah, but it's a separate game. It's a separate, yeah, it's but a I'm separate not, I'm game. Not, but, but, but it's not going to be in Same my mind. mind yeah, but it's going to be in yeah. my mind and I'm going to tell you both to download it. And then right, you, know what me and, you know what me and Matt are going to be like? Let's play some Dead by Daylight instead. I hate you guys. Like I, so I still stand... And by everything I said, I don't think, I don't think uh, re uh, reverse does too much for for the game for Resident Evil. Also, as much as you don't want this to be true, ninety nine percent of the people playing Resident Evil Village don't have an MC fixer in their life telling them that they now need to play RE versus because it's out. If they checked out youtube.com slash my Xbox to me or youtube.com slash MC Fixer or youtube.com slash more MC Fixer or youtube.com slash my PlayStation me or YouTube, no, twitch.tv slash MC Fixer, they could have an MC Fixer of their own. Or tiktok.com forward slash, is that how that is? MC Fixer and tiktok.com slash my Xbox to me. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You got to throw on your Twitters as well. At MC Fixer and at Crushnet Plays and at Matt P Video. I, I didn't say my. I didn't say my Twitter. Oh. I don't like my Twitter being out there. Don't put it out there. I'm not editing this. I hope you know. <laughs> Next up, Resident Evil Village final demo was extended eight hours after people were upset that it ended early, which makes perfect sense as a demo. Just leave it bloody up, Capcom. Um, yeah. I'm not going any further with that details. It's about PlayStation. I just wanted to add it here because it means it got extended. So hopefully it gets extended everywhere. Whatever. I just don't care anymore. Just give me the game. Let's rewind time five minutes. I want to go back to RE versus very quickly. Uh, so fix. Does this does this get you more excited for it now that they're going to have more time to work on it? No. 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 Not even slightly. No. Okay. Fine. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fix is only looking forward to it because it's Resident Evil. It's got Resident Evil in the name. <laughs> I have to play it. It's got Resident Evil in the title. Yeah. Games with gold. Maze games with gold. We got another stinky month, everybody. Uh, Xbox Series hey. X slash Series S slash 
Xbox One are Mellow, May 1st to May 31st, and Dungeons Free, May 16th to June 15th. On the Xbox 360, with backwards compatibility, we get Lego Batman, the video game, and Tropica, Tropico 4. May 1st to May 15th and May 16th to May 31st. Games with gold for this month. Last chance you can get them. Viking Werewolves Midgard, April 1st to May April 30th. Truck Racing Championship, April 16th to May 15th. And Hard Corps Uprises, April 16th to April 30th. Lads, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. What have we got to plug this week, Crash? Uh, the My Xbox and my YouTube page. We did a live stream there. I, we might do one next week. This is something we're going to be trying to do more of, as well as some other things. Who knows? Uh, the only way you'll find out is if you go and subscribe to the YouTube page and hit the little bell. That helps. It does. It does true. help. It does help. It's getting indeed. good at this YouTube stuff, Crash. Go on, Crash. Proud of you. Proud of you. Matt P, what you got? Oh, I think, are we just going to plug all the My Xbox and Me social channels at this point? Because I'm you not. damn right know I'm plugging the TikTok. <laughs> Get over on the TikTok, people. Uh, yeah, do all the likes, the comments, follows, and all that fun stuff. It's it's behind the scenes from the show. It's clips from the show. It's clips from the live streams. It's me jumping on trends that 13-year-old girls are doing and trying to make them gaming relevant. And it doesn't always work. But it does sometimes. But it's it's entertaining, one. even when it, it doesn't really work. It's entertaining. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, yeah, follow us everywhere at My Xbox and Me. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, like Crash said, my, uh, YouTube, everywhere. Um, yeah, I think, again, last week I plead and it didn't go too well. I'll plead once more. YouTube.com slash MoreMCFixer. There's actually new content on that channel now. So please go and hit the subscribe button. I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers. And we have well over that that listens to this every week. So please, 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 YouTube.com slash MoreMCFixer. I do uh, also my Xbox and me, uh, YouTube.com slash my Xbox and me, where I, I usually break down like news stories in a fast pace and give my opinion as well on this week's dashboard, which is still going. It's just on topics that I can actually get to at a, at a quick pace um thank you everyone as per usual for listening and watching liking commenting subscribing and until next time we will love you leave you and catch you all laters good boys goodbye <laughs>